ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dying times here. Welcome to Bright. All right, welcome to Fright Central. I'm Kevin Dock, and I'm back here again with uh, Keck. How you doing, Keck? Hey, thanks for having me, buddy. Uh, so today we're going to do our uh, best in, of um, horror uh, movies and TV of uh, last year. I don't know And how uh, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to anybody that may be listening to this. Oh yes, Happy New Year. Uh, yes, I don't know how many you saw, but out of the... 50, 51 movies on my list. I saw about half of those. <laughs> you have 51 movies? <laughs> I have, there's 51 on my list for this past year. You have 51 movies that you want to get into in-depth no, no, analysis. No, no. no, that's not how many. That's just how many are on my list of movies I wanted to see last year. I only saw about 24 of those. So I only saw about half of those movies. And from there, I broke and it down. We're going to be talking about the best the best of the 24 and, that I saw. And maybe the worst. And like, and we're going to talk about the worst because obviously I have a lot of things I didn't like. But I, I won't say necessarily the worst. I'll just say things I was disappointed with. Okay. You know. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, except for one, I will say it's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> well, I probably know we probably already did a podcast about this one. I don't know. Perhaps. Yeah, but uh, I just wanted to start off with a with a couple of uh, honorable mentions, I guess. Um, I just think it's funny you have fifty one movies. On your list. Like I haven't seen all. No, there there are fifty one that that came out last year that I was interested in seeing, and uh, I didn't see them all. So I I think my goal is to go through some of other people's top ten lists and kind of start from there. Of which ones I hadn't seen from that list. And yeah. uh, and kind of just go off of there before I like. I mean, some of the ones that are on other people's list are in my ones that I haven't seen, but maybe gotcha. that's that's where I'll start from to go on, and then like as I watch them, maybe I'll come back and talk about. Well, them. you know what? Based on that logic, then then I I guess there's a couple things that I would say like I maybe heard was the best because um there are a few key films that I believe I would have liked very much if I had gotten to see them based upon the feedback that I've heard and horror forms as well as like IMDB and stuff like that. Yeah. There's a, there's a couple ones that, you know, I, I haven't seen, but I was told by multiple people, if you had saw that, you really would have enjoyed it. So I plan to watch it, and, you know, I could talk about that. But, uh, I'm sure I have I some. let you lead off with I, I some of the best that you think. Yeah, I probably have some on my list that you probably haven't seen, but I just want to start off with some uh, honorable mentions. Um, a Horror Noir that's on uh, Shutter right now. Uh, oh, yes. The uh, documentary about the exploration of black horror. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, I uh, I actually saw a uh, advertisement for that um, on a YouTube on YouTube. I was about to watch a video, and the ad came up for it, and I thought it, apparently that had been in the works for a while, right? Yeah, a few years. Because yeah. uh, they had they had been making the documentary, and they want like I think it was supposed to come out like. Um, 
a year or so before it actually got released. Well, I think it it, it made like the festival circuits and stuff like that. I remember that. Maybe. So yeah, it's, I, it's I just heard officially that they got picked put up more into it. Yeah, I heard they actually put more into it because they were still like doing research. So yeah, I I definitely want to okay. see that. Yeah, yeah, they just they uh, Shutter picked it up, so that one was on Shutter. It's a, it's definitely a fascinating look at uh the the uh, black horror and stuff. Um, so, uh, and the, you have that as an honorable mention. You don't. You wouldn't say that was one of the the better ones. It, it was just something you thought well, was decent. You think people should I check think, it out? I think only because it's a documentary. I think that's the only reason. It's that's that doesn't make my. It's a, I mean, it's a documentary on horror. On horror this yeah. is Fright Central, so you know it's fair yeah. enough. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's why I, I'm like, yeah, it it was one of my favorites from last year but it was also like a documentary and like i would almost consider that a separate category but uh yeah but uh anyway yeah, uh, it is everything horror so i mean yeah. if it's got like elements of terror you know it's fair game okay so then, then yeah I'll, I'll, I'll take that and put that as number 10 <laughs> but uh yeah i mean uh some of the other ones um uh I want to say, I, I mean, I, I did enjoy um, Happy Death Day 2 to you, the second one. Um, they're really, like, campy, fun, like, uh, Groundhog Day-esque, uh, like, slasher horror. So it, like, deals with time loops, slasher. Like, it mashes up a couple, and it's and it's kind of funny, too. Like, I definitely, like, I, I didn't think I was going to like it when I first uh, watched the first one, uh, like, a year or two ago now. And then, like... I don't know. I just I just thought it was a lot of fun, and it was uh, like I had low expectations going in, so but I ended up enjoying it. Um, Zombieland Two, which was if you like the first one, you'll like this one because it's pretty much the same movie again. Um, but I mean, it's still. I like Bill Murray. Yeah. I liked Bill Murray. He's back in the second one, so I know yeah, he has got a whole I, I sequence. I didn't hear about that. Yeah. I thought about like just like watching it and like looking up for all the airtime that bill murray's got on there and just watching the bill murray yeah you could just watch the bill murray singers i'm sure that part's on youtube i I was talking to a buddy about doing that the other day like i actually already started googling it yeah i'm sure you can find that that little sequence on youtube because it's maybe like five minutes long yeah yeah Uh, exactly yeah uh i also want to mention uh jordan peele's us even though like it's a little messy and some of the uh the the plot is a little doesn't make a whole lot of sense and doesn't completely come together um i still like a lot of the uh the sequences with the uh the other family you know what i mean and and some of the storyline i thought yeah. and, and how it deals with like the class system and stuff like that i thought that would that was really interesting but uh that doesn't they, they don't make my top 10 either and then i had like two uh, foreign horror movies i want to mention um tigers are not afraid which is on shutter um, if you've ever seen Guillermo del Toro's uh, Devil's Backbone, it's a uh, kind of similar. You're to that. talking about you're talking about these movies on Shutter. Um, I, I don't exactly know what Shutter is. It just like another streaming service? Yeah, it's like a Crackle. Or... It's a straight up horror streaming service owned by AMC. So they they okay. just they it's just an buy AMC. A it's an AMC like it's owned by AMC yeah. and it is like just directly. Um, it's just directly catered to horror genre. Oh yeah, it's just horror movies. That's it. Yeah. So and, cool. And uh, cool. they have, that that's where a horror noir is at, and like these are all like uh, Shutter exclusives. So uh, okay. Yeah. The, um, and then another one that's uh, oh, oh Tigers Are Not Afraid is uh, it's like a dark fairy tale about a, a gang of five children trying to survive 
with the horrific violence of cartels and there's ghosts created by everyday uh, horrors of the drug war. So it's very it's very similar into um, Guillermo del Toro's so Devil's it's Backbone. sort of like a docudrama horror type movie. Like I mean, it, it, does it have? It, is it is it nonfiction or? No, it's it's fiction, but it's like it's. Okay. But it, yeah, it just kind of like follows these kids that like are like caught up with these like drug lords or whatever, and like they're trying to survive. And uh, they're pretty much by themselves. So it's kind of based on like life events, yeah, but not like not it's made up. Particular. It's based yeah. on like what's going on right now. Yeah, yeah. Got it. yeah. And then there's like ghosts as well that are created by like you know the whole uh, killings and, and stuff that that are caused by the uh, cartels and stuff. Uh, but yeah, so I thought that was uh, really fascinating as well. Um, and then there was another one on Shutter called Beazle Booth. Um, it's uh, about this, uh, cop who, um, loses his family and, uh, like, or something tragic happens to his family, and it's so brutal, it happens in, like, the first five minutes, and I don't want to spoil oh, anything, really? but there's a couple of real brutal sequences in there. <laughs> Is I, it, like, Kaiser Sosa brutal? Uh, there's, there's babies. I'm assuming everyone listening to this automatically knows who Kaiser Sosa is, so yeah. There's no reason for me to get into that, but no. is it like that brutal? It's, like, you know, I mean, you you know what happened? Like, yeah. like did he like witness his like wife raped and his children taken hostage, no. and then kill his family because he thought it was best? No, it's it involves babies. I know that's a high bar. <laughs> yeah, it involves the first sequence involves babies and stabbings. And uh, another one in uh, this. So it's got like a suburbia intro, right? <laughs> just about. Uh, <laughs> a, but it's like in a nursery. Uh, so it's real fucking pissed. And then there's like another sequence that's like a school shooting. And then there's like a, a bombing. Babies are fucked. dying like in the incubator room? No, there are like infants in the, like, the nursery. And this nurse goes fucking nuts and, and is stabbing babies. Wait, that, what's the name of this? Beazle Booth. Beazle Booth. Yeah. All right. Just adding that. Yeah, and uh, it does. I, I think it kind of falls apart a little bit at the end, but it's got it's got Tobin Bell from the uh, Saul series in it. But it, so it's a mix of uh of English and Spanish, but it's um it's like all these like tragic things start like happening to these different families and then he's investigating it and there's like a supernatural like element like exorcist type thing to it so Ooh, gotcha but yeah well when dealing with dark powers of this nature yeah yeah exactly uh i, I was quoting shake from uh, aqua Teen. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was the Halloween episode of Aqua Teen Hunger Force uh, with Willie Nelson, the garlic spider, and yeah, I don't know. I, <laughs> he I goes, don't know if I remember that dark episode. Powers in his nature. Yeah, I don't know if I remember that episode, but uh, yeah, anyway, yeah, those, the, those, are those are just some of my, those are just some of my honorable mentions. Um, now, my number 10, um, I don't consider it straight up horror. It's it's a murder mystery, but I have to mention uh, Ryan Johnson's *Knives Out* because it was so well done, and uh, I think it's definitely uh, I think it's in a lot of people's top favorites of the year in general. 
Um, yeah, I um, I have I have not seen it, but I am aware of it, and I plan to watch it very very soon. It's just like. Uh, I guess I feel like other actual horror horror movies should probably come first, should take precedence. But I have heard that mad people have talked, uh, told me good things about it. So um, I, I have no idea what the plot is or anything like that. But like I, from what I understand, it has elements of horror. Yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, it revolves around uh, Daniel Craig investigating. Um, um, Christopher Plummer's family, like, um, shortly after Christopher Plummer's apparent, uh, suicide. And so he's trying to investigate to see if there's any, like, foul play and stuff. And it's, uh, it's very entertaining and well, really well done. And, uh, I don't want to, I won't spoil anything for you, so I'll just kind of keep it there. But, uh, did you have anything, uh, on your list or should I uh, just keep going with mine? Um, good, good movies of 29, well, look, um, I'm just gonna say, look, um, I don't know, I guess part of it is because I'm becoming a little bit more cynical and maybe, uh, conservative in my views as I'm aging. I feel like some of the horror films that I've seen this year, I maybe would have enjoyed a little bit more if I was, like, younger, a little bit more juvenile, um, but for me, I just, there was nothing that I saw in 2019. I, I really can't think of a best of 2019 movie that I could say. There were a few that I liked and I found interesting, like Us. Um, a lot of people have hailed that as a great horror movie. People are very, very pumped about it. Yeah. Um, I thought it was interesting, but like... For me to say, like, Us, 2019, that was one of my favorite horror movies. For me to say that, it would be setting the bar so ridiculously low <laughs> that, like, I, I guess I don't feel comfortable, like, even saying that. Um, I will say I do have a favorite horror movie of 2019, and that was I Spit on Your Grave, Deja Vu. And I don't, I think that's, I spit on your grave four or five. And I'm not sure. But which. I think if that one's the sequel to the original one and not part of the remake ones, right? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I, to be honest with you, I don't really understand. I spit on your grave two was not a remake. It was just um, another, I spit on your grave movie where, you know, a woman, uh, false prey yeah. to you know murderous murderous rapists basically but I spit on your grave deja vu was interesting because it also was not uh, a remake it was actually a direct sequel um the original woman I can't remember her name uh the yeah. one that um you know played the uh the victim and I spit on your grave she was in this yeah playing herself. Uh, she had written a book about her experiences and she was on, on a book tour with her daughter. And anyway, uh, a group of people go and they are the um, relatives to the men that she killed the original woman, like people she wrote the book about the men that attacked her in the original, I think 1978 yeah. film. And, um, she's on a book tour and the relatives 
of the men that she killed, they've been following her for years, like, you know, blaming her for, like, not only killing their, you know, their men, but they also, like, she kills them brutally, deservingly brutal, but still brutal. So they go after her. They catch her, murder her, cut her head off. Put it on her daughter's porch, Spoilers. and then <laughs> abduct the daughter, and then subject the daughter to, uh, you know, as they said in the, uh, uh, what was it, um, or uh, Clockwork Orange, uh, a little of the old in out, in out. Oh, I thought you were well, going to yeah, say they, a little bit of the ultra violence. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. He, when you know, there's a lot of scenes of sexual assault in that movie. And, uh, you know, Malcolm McDowell's character is always calls it a game of the old in and out, in and out. Yeah. So yeah. that's where I got that from. It's pretty disgusting, to be honest. But anyway, yeah, it's really ridiculous. It is a bad movie, but you know, um, being a fan of the, you know, I guess what do you call it now the the series yeah. i mean i didn't realize that there had been i think i thought there were four i thought this was the fourth one and i think you looked it up and told me that this is actually the fifth one yeah so but they're not I, they're not know, all related there was like the original then there was like a remake and then there's like sequels to the remake and then this one was like a direct yeah, i mean it's become like, it's really has yeah. become a cult classic they even talked about it in an episode of this uh simpsons and i just remember like in the late 1970s it was so controversial yeah i think so i mean it's definitely still controversial but like it's it's with not about the see as they are these yeah. days like how do you how do you pitch that to a production company like hey got an idea yeah. Let's make another I spit on your grave. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know. But anyway, that was my favorite uh movie of um twenty nineteen. But um I feel you like know, you, were, you uh, didn't watch a whole lot then. <laughs> if that was your favorite. Yeah, I, I yeah, again that's that's setting the bar very low, but yeah. um that was my favorite movie. Now <laughs> I had a lot of, I have a lot of favorite uh television shows, but what um why don't you talk a little bit more about what you got on your list? <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, I still have like nine other ones. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I would I put a uh, Rob Zombie's Three from Hell on here. Uh, it's not as good as Devil's Rejects, but I did like it a little bit better than uh, House of Thousand Corpses. Uh, it does uh, miss uh, Sig Haig because he was obviously it's too dark. He was obviously sick I at feel, the time. I feel like uh, Rob Zombie's movies have um, look. I like that he does them and everything, but I feel that they've become too dark. Um, you know, I, I I thought that um, what was the first remake he made? Halloween. That was that was the first one he did. I thought it was the you one said with Doctor Evil. You said the first remake. He didn't. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I meant the first film. Oh, House 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 of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah. I did. I, I enjoyed that one. Yeah. Um. But it seemed like after that, like, didn't they make another House of a Thousand Corpses? No, it was, like Devil's, it was Devil's Rejects was the second one. And Devil's then, Rejects, but it was basically a, a sequel to yeah. the first one, right? Yeah. And Three from yeah, Hell. Um, three from Hell is the uh, final one in the in the three. It's with yeah, C.K. Bill Mosley. I guess and... I just felt that they start getting a little bit, like, just too dark and, like, I don't know. I, look, I guess it's hard. It's supposed to be dark, but yeah. um, <laughs> I don't know. I guess it just got, like, really raunchy. Like, the guy, like, 
you know, lying in a bed with a, a full bed full of, like, naked women that he was, like, you know, necromancing. Like, I just... That uh, was in House Styles of Corpses. <laughs> there was... Well, in the beginning of Devil's Rejects. Oh, yeah, that was right. Was, that was the very beginning. He's, like, lying the... in a bed yeah. of, like, dead naked women yeah. that he's been fucking and i was just like oh boy yeah <laughs> i don't know i i guess it just got a little bit too disgusting but you know yeah whatever i guess uh, it teaches them but yeah i mean i, I think devil's rejects is his best film out of, out of the three but uh i really enjoyed the three from hell um yeah like i was saying uh, sig haig was uh kind of sick at this time so he was only limited to very little screen time and so, like, they had a, like, you know, um, spoilers, they had to kill his character Does off. Does he have, like, a terminal illness? Like He passed away his... last year. Yeah. yeah, he became unavailable. He became unavailable, yes. Uh, he has so... one more horror film coming out called Hanukkah. Uh, that that uh, mm. was his last... I'll check that out. Yeah, his last uh, film before he passed. But, uh, yeah, uh, but I think uh, Richard Brake... Um, from 31 comes in and does a, a really good job and him and him and bill's bill mosley have good chemistry and uh i think i, like yeah. I, I do like bill mosley and uh i think sherry moon zombie i think she's best when they allow her to go full villain and full crazy like i didn't like her um at um her antagonist uh i mean protagonist roles from like uh uh the salem one and uh 31 I didn't. I, th- I didn't see. I didn't think she I was that great it, in those, but, but uh, I think she's better when she gets to. She's allowed to go full nuts, but uh, yeah. I, I real. I thought she. I think she was the best character in uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah, yeah, me which too. Is, like really, I mean, I didn't like his remakes of Halloween either. So I mean, yeah. it's just House of a Thousand Corpses was what that was his directorial debut. Yeah. Was Halloween? Yeah, that I, I really liked her character in that. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen. Does she do other projects that is not? Um, that's not like that's directed. Not Rob by Rob I don't think so. I, I haven't she, seen does any. Does she act in other films? I, I don't know if she has, but I haven't seen uh, any of them. If she does, uh, I've only like, seen the ones yeah, that he's done. Wife, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> I just want to be in the ones that you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I'd say I'd check it. I guess I feel like they just got too disgusting. Yeah. that That's what it is. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, uh, so um, then I then I saw, I think this just came out, like, at the end of December in, like, a limited theatrical run, but I saw it at a, one. Of, I don't remember if it was Fantastic Fest, or it was one of those horror festivals in, uh, in L.A., but um, so but I but I threw it on my list anyway. Always always brag about like what you got going on out there, <laughs> like compared to what we have over here. <laughs> <laughs> what you're driving yeah. and your tractor pulls. <laughs> but, yeah, we got we got some I horror film festivals, so yeah, I was able to see it early because uh, some of the limited theatrical runs are kind of hard to get to. But um, this was um, Rabbit. That's R A B I D. Uh, the 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 remake of David Cronenberg's uh, yes. film by the Sophie Sisters. I'm aware of that. That is that is on my to do list. Yes, I, re- I really enjoyed this one. They did the uh, American Mary, which was really good from oof, like three or four years ago. Now I can't remember time set. So we're in the future now. It's 2020. So like didn't the first didn't the 
first one like have like nearly no budget yeah and it was like, it, it, it was his it, very first film too extremely low budget yeah so that one kind of just starts out almost immediately with like the accident and then she's in the surgery and this one gives the, like the uh, lead character a little more backstory where she's like a designer for this fat for a fashion uh uh show uh, and um so when she gets into the accident it's like it kind of like merges those worlds together where like you kind of have to be always like on for for fashion or whatever you know what i mean because otherwise you lose your spot and lose your job and stuff like that your stuff doesn't get shown so like she goes to like this experimental surgery and shit gets real fucking buck uh from there and it and it kind of expands on the original story a bit and it definitely goes like full cronenberg like a little bit of uh like oh man i don't know like i don't want to say anything without without spoiling it but like yeah it goes it goes full cronenberg hey on it. Like, hey i should have seen it so if yeah. you want to like you know talk so about like anybody listening like well it just had really it only had like a limited run so i don't want to talk too much about it in case it like it comes on streaming soon so i'm, I'm just sure saying, not a lot know, of people we're not saw spoiler free here so yeah. you know what i mean like if you want to spoil by all means spoil. i'm trying i'm trying to keep the uh spoilers too low maybe if it's like fully available i'll talk spoilers but like if it's if it's only been out in like limited run, I'm not gonna like go deep into it because I know a lot, not a lot of people have seen it. But uh, next uh, on my list, I got um this uh, film based on a, a Stephen King short story, uh, In the Tall Grass, that's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and it's by the guy who did Cube, and you know he did a really good job in Cube of being able to make one room seem like multiple rooms and did a good job with yes. the mystery and everything and he does almost the same thing with this it's literally just about this couple here like a young boy yelling for help in, the, in tall grass and they go in to try to like help him find his way out and they get lost in there as well and it kind of messes with space and and time at the same time like there's a part that where they're like they're like oh where are you at just jump up and reach your hands out and we'll see how far apart they are so they like jump up and like they can see each other's hands and then they're like all right just do it one more time and when they do it the second time they're like in completely different spots and like the way it's done and like the way the way it's just filmed and and shot is is really interesting and for it to just take place with just people running through the grass was is is really well done i thought so wow yeah that sounds really interesting that's uh where is that available it's on netflix netflix yeah okay and then uh, another one I got on my list, uh, where are we at, number six now? I got um, Alexander Aha, the guy who did uh, High Tension and uh, the Hills Have Eye remake. Um, mm-hmm. He also did uh, Horns with Daniel Radcliffe. Radcliffe. Uh, that was really good. Uh, Piranha 3D, which is like a ridiculous, you know, campy... Uh, Oh yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I I love the Piranha movies. Yeah. And uh, and he <laughs> did that flesh. movie uh, Mirrors with uh, where Jack Bauer is trying to uh, you know get his oh, SWAT yeah, team. Oh yeah, Jack Bauer calls in Chloe for yeah. the attack team, and <laughs> yeah. then like they get like absorbed in an interdimensional <laughs> warp. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, those are the movies he did. But I want to talk about that. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk about the one uh, that came out was Crawl, the uh, the alligator hurricane movie. That is on my list. Yeah. That is on one of my... Well, I, I'm not going to say... How about I don't say worst? I say most disappointing 
films because here's the thing about crawl and yeah this is on one of my worst most disappointing um you talked it up for me i talked it up too much oh <laughs> and i was ex- i was just expecting like a really bad good horror movie and i start watching it with a friend who had lived in south florida for a while had been through many a hurricanes and we were all like psyched up about like oh yeah this is gonna be like a bad gator movie you know south florida fucking shit like that and um yeah i just thought it was bad i i, I didn't find any of the good bad in there like there was no oh, really? laughter it was just like are you fucking kidding me yeah like I, I, so for I me mean, I... It, it just wasn't there but i know I, i've heard other people other than you say they liked it yeah so I, yeah i think know. i think i went in not expecting much and like the opening scene is like she's at, at like florida university or whatever the gators and like she's on the swim team so i was like oh i wonder when this is gonna come back into play you know what i mean like it kind of like foreshadows some like it was like a fucking like cat five hurricane like absolutely brutal like people just thought like oh it's fine yeah like you know what i mean i can get you know i'm just gonna be driving like through most of the eye wall like (laughs) i'm sure i'll be all right like it was just so fucking ridiculous yeah Yeah, the setup is a little i mean it's it's gators but uh yeah but yeah she goes down to like uh find her father there's this hurricane coming and it's almost about to hit but i really just feel like going swimming first (laughs) i think i can get it (laughs) that's all well i think where she was at she was she wasn't gonna get hit for a while and like that was part of her like the school's you know uh meet or whatever to make the team or whatever so it was like a mandatory thing and then they were all leaving after that i'm i'm just saying like they were like it has turned it is a category five it's coming right for us we got about 45 minutes to escape its wrath (laughs) i think i can do a full swim meet in like 38 minutes still <laughs> giving me a few to get out you know what i mean like yeah i i, I agree i thought that like I, I was just like are you fucking kidding me dude yeah when i saw that when i saw that opening sequence i was like oh boy this is gonna be fucking terrible right but then like once she like gets down to like uh her house uh her dad's house because like her dad needed to board up a few more things so the basement would have flooded or whatever she can't get uh in touch with him so she goes looking for him finds him he's knocked out down in the crawl space underneath and he's like bleeding and she's like trying to drag him back up and that's when you get that first encounter of the gator and i i don't know i just thought the gators looked good it kept like the tension down underneath of like her trying to figure out how to get her dad out with this hurricane like in the, in the background and then like they're trying to call they're trying to call from help and people are getting ripped by these fucking gators <laughs> i don't know I, I just thought and like the reason the gators are there i thought was great like and then yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was real. I tense really and... hope people comment about this. I want I want other people to hear this and be like, "That's how I felt," or like, "Fuck you, that was ridiculous." Like yeah, yeah. it just oh man, it was so it, it was just so outlandish. Like and if they tried to and that's make what was it so fun funny, about. I don't like, know. No, if they made it no, funny, it would have been dumb. Make it 
funny? Like, we're going to make this, like, ridiculously? Like, like you know what? I know I'm going to be in the eye of that hurricane, but I don't care. I like swimming. Like, if they had just come out and said that... You're still stuck on that? Like, Dude, that's, that's fucking great. Like, you know what I mean? But, like, they were trying to be serious. And I just could not... Ugh. But that, that you're still stuck on that opening sequence, like, dude, I'm stuck on the whole movie. I thought <laughs> the theaters looked bad. I thought the acting was appalling. The story was appalling. And all right, I'll give you this: I'm lying to some extent because I only made it to about the forty minute. Oh man, so, you gotta watch the rest of it, dude. Like, but it was so awful. It was pain. Like I wanted to turn it off in the first fifteen minutes, but my friend was like, "Let's give it another 15. And then I was like, "Dude, come on, we gotta turn this off." And then like another. You didn't even 10 get to like the first by. gator ripping yet. If you've only gotten like twenty five minutes. I in. got. I got. I got. The movie was only like what one hundred and twenty eight minutes. Yeah, it's only or, like an hour yeah. and a half. Yeah, something like that. One hundred and twenty. I'm sorry, an hour and twenty eight minutes. It, it's yeah. a short movie. Yeah. Um, and like, the, there was like, I don't know, there was like 35 minutes left on the film and I was just like, I, I can't do this. And my friend was like, yeah, dude, this is really bad. Uh, like, I, I just it's, trying it's, to hang It's disappointing. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. Because he lived in South Florida yeah. and knows like how white and ridiculous it is down there. But I don't know. So I wasn't trying to get like too analytical. I know we're just doing that, but like, yeah. I just... I fucking hated it. I don't know. Maybe I would have liked it like 10 years ago. Maybe I'm just becoming an old fart, but yeah. hated it. Anyway. Maybe. I don't know. I had a lot of fun with it. I thought it was good. But uh, yeah, anyway, uh, another another one I have that's on... Uh, oh, I wrote Shutter down here. It's supposed to be on... Uh, it's on Netflix. Uh, Hole in the Ground. There's one I saw earlier in the year, but it's basically about this uh, a young mother and her uh, son that live like out in like the countryside. And... Um, something um like her son's behavior becomes a little uh weird and uh it has something to do with like this hole in the ground out in the woods and she's not sure if like that's her son or not and so she's kind of like losing it and her and like so she can't figure it out and i thought it, i thought that one was really well done too it was a little independent uh piece it was uh this person like lee cronin's like maybe first or second film but i thought it was a uh, thought it was really good I, I don't know i really liked it and i don't think it was good okay enough, uh, yeah I, I i don't know about that one but uh let me you gave one so then i'll give yeah. one of my worst um i one of my worst was uh it was the movie meg i believe it was called oh, um it, or 27 with the shark thing well i, I was trying I to get back on like the sea world trip yeah <laughs> and um again that was a movie i mean i liked it more than crawl um oh. it had jason jason statham in it and i mean it was ridiculous and my thing was is like all right you know i'm talking a lot of shit i saw deep blue sea three times in theater yeah <laughs> so you know i'm into that kind of ridiculous shit it no nah, it did not float my boat so yeah that was you're giving the best i'm giving my worst i i was not a fan that's cool i never if you haven't seen it yet and I, that's something that you still might want to check out i won't go into it but, oh i know all so about that, that was, movie at this point I've, I've i didn't care about it so i listened to all, like people other people's reviews and, and just listened to the spoilers because i had no interest in seeing it 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I did. I was actually looking forward to it. Again, another guilty pleasure, but yeah. yeah. So that was one of my worst. So I'm sorry you were. Back no, to that's your fine. List. Yeah, my my uh, my number four. Uh, that's how far we are already. Uh, would be uh, ready or not. Well, you still have like 19 left to go. No, right? no, I was only doing like 10, man. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't going through all 24 because some of them were just eh, and other ones I I was really disappointed with. And, and yeah, and I don't know, but uh, yeah, ready or not, um, you might have seen the trailer for this, you might not have, but it was basically this uh, gir- a girl is about to get married into this rich family, but they have to play like um, the, the the family is like this um, owner of like board games or like you know the, this empire of board games, and like so it's like tradition whenever somebody gets married in the family, the um, the person coming into the family has to play the uh, has to play this game. And it's kind of like, it's very horror comedy. Um, I'm not gonna s- spoil the ending, but like they're pretty much like, hey, if the, the family's like, if we we don't play this game, something, and we don't finish it tonight, something bad could happen to the family. Like there might, there's like a curse or something on the family. But it's it's. I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was really funny. It was really well done, and it had some good gore scenes in it. So I think it's definitely something to check out, and I'll definitely be going back and rewatching that. All right. Well, um, on my list as another one of my worst, but ne- you know, now that I'm sort of thinking of it in my mind, it was sort of a good bad horror movie, and that was the remake of Pet Cemetery. Okay, yeah, I haven't and, seen that yet. Uh, yeah, Jonathan Lithgow in it, and what I thought was funny is people were were like talking it up like it was like you know something like you know it like it was and it was anticipated like people like i had heard about people were talking it up and um i mean the movie itself was really shit and didn't really stick to the story very well but um there were certain aspects of it that I liked. There was like a really funny uh, tractor trailer accident where this little girl's uh, going after her cat that's been like, you know, revived back to life. Yeah. And like she gets whacked, bro. An 18 wheeler doing like 70 miles an hour, full head on going. So just like the original. But her dad was able to then take the body which was in fine shape like they had Somehow. an open casket funeral <laughs> <laughs> they had an open casket funeral getting hit with a fucking there would have been like <laughs> that girl would have been liquefied yo <laughs> like there would have been nothing left but like they had a nice open casket funeral and like you know like when she came back like she was like she had like some scars on her head a little bit that dirt was, like, on her it. face yeah <laughs> Like, so it wasn't that, like the, that was uh, one of the. She must have been hit so perfectly that it just gave her a little bit of brain trauma enough to kill her, and like her body was somehow just miraculous. Like she goes under. The- yeah. <laughs> so it's not like so the. Even, uh, now that I'm thinking about it, it was sort of enjoyable for certain scenes. Yeah. Like I'll give it a good bad horror movie. So it wasn't like and the. And uh, Jonathan Lithgow. In yeah. It. It wasn't like the uh, truck hit in Devil's Rejects where it like kind of splattered all over the road, and they had, like sticker in the back. Maybe it was because it was low budget, but like if I had done it, I would have just gotten like fucking like I don't know like nine or ten plastic pillowcases 
pieces full of fake blood and then just threw that in the way for the truck and then just had that <laughs> it would have been like cool yeah. um yeah but no she she really didn't get hurt that bad by that truck <laughs> yeah I, I, that one wasn't that, with, yeah, wasn't really that that one uh um the pet cemetery remake and the child's play remake uh even worse i had no interest in seeing that, like, that was going to be that was going to be my i was gonna have you do another best and that was gonna you be my might as well one. you might as well so go into this it, yeah. so i'll i'll just get in i had no like, interest it in. was like chucky's like skynet i guess sort yeah, of. yeah that's what i've heard um, <laughs> Yeah, no, that's basically what happened. There, there was nothing spiritual, nothing crazy. No voodoo. Place. There was like a lightning strike, and it was sort of like, um, if you remember the movie Short Circuit. Yeah. Like that happened to one of the dolls. The doll suddenly gets like full AI consciousness and is able to like go out, learn, uh, displays critical thinking, like, you know what I mean? And just happens to go angry, angry evil and just start doing this ridiculous shit. So it was kind of like uh, Terminator Chucky. Like it, it was awful. Yeah. Like it, 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 it fell beyond my expectations and how bad it could be <laughs> like it, it really it, it it met them and then just went far beyond <laughs> incredibly terrible yeah it was it was one that was like yeah i'll pass hard on that i mean the only interesting aspect i think i, I wanted was uh the voice of mark hamill but uh I hear it's really yeah, just... yeah i mean i don't know i just i actually watched it for this podcast because yeah. I figured that it being part of the child's play series we we're gonna have to mention it we we're gonna have to bring it up so I watched it specifically so you know I could talk about here and yeah I mean it was just an absolute complete piece of shit from start to finish i cannot see anyone liking that movie yeah. it wasn't good it it wasn't good bad it was just awful like <laughs> i have like again i'd love to have been there when someone pitched that yeah to production i just i would have loved to have been in that meeting like it's just a I don't know. quick cash grab that they can use off the name even yeah. though don coscarelli is still doing i mean no yeah that uh was it Don Costello? No. Um, he did Phantasm. No, the other guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's like he's still doing, like, he wants to do a, 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 either another movie or, or another TV series so uh, of Chucky. and like. want to do another movie. Do another Friday the 13th. Yeah. Jason is not dead. He's alive and well and living in Miami. He's waiting. There, there's a lot of problems with the uh, rights right now with the uh, with the Friday Thirteenth series with people they need suing to each get other. Get that so, shit oh. figured the fuck out. Yeah, when when it does, I'll bring it up again. But uh, right now, it's it's not happening anytime soon. But uh, yeah, my, so my I, number. I, I hope so. Yeah. Um, now my top three, I can, I, uh, it's kind of tough to go. Uh, so I'm just gonna go in the order I have it written down right now, even though it's not like a definitive. Uh, top three they're pretty interchangeable but uh i'm just gonna mention dr sleep uh mike flanagan's 
I'm uh, sorry. sorry. I wanted to see it before this cast. Yeah. I, I, because I heard it was really good. Like I said, I'd mentioned a few that I heard was really good. Um, and, uh, yeah, sorry. Sorry. I really would have liked to be able to discuss that in length. I heard it was great, but, uh, when, once, once yeah. you watch it, maybe we'll do a full, uh, a full cast on it and I'll, I'll watch it again. You think it, mer- you think it merits like discussing for, you know, that length of time? I think like, so because it's a sequel to The Shining. Oh, I think uh, it's it's definitely something we want to talk about. It's something I wanted to talk about okay. a while ago, but you guys hadn't hadn't watched it yet, so I've been home off. I, but I, I will see it within the next week. Yeah, okay. It's it's basically a, a grown up uh, Danny Torrance. Um, so it's a it's like years later, obviously, um, played yeah. by played by Hugh McGregor, and it's um, it's mostly about um, him trying to protect this young girl who has like similar powers from this uh, cult. Of, uh, she, she shines, right? Yeah, yeah. From yeah, they have like yeah, similar things. So uh, yeah, so, so they're, she's he's trying to protect her from this cult called the True Knot, uh, who prey on children with powers so they can like remain immortal and stuff like that. And it's uh, kind of. It, I mean, why, why wouldn't you not want to do that? Yeah, because their their essence is is pure. Like you're gonna want yeah, that. Yeah, to me, it's just like simply like a natural thing. Like you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like if you knew about people with those powers, I mean, it's just like why would you not want to do that? Yeah, and uh, I think he does a great balance of not only um, doing the. Um, ba- like basing it off the book, but also including Stanley Kubrick's version of uh, The Shine as well. So it, it does a nice blend together, and there's definitely plenty of nods at the end of the season, uh, at the end of the movie, because they actually go back to the house at the end of the movie. Let me ask though: Is at some point during the film, does someone like ask Danny about like? his childhood like what was like growing up and like you know how he felt about his father yes they get into the father yeah yeah my dad uh froze to death outside in uh the uh wilderness of colorado while he was chasing me around with an axe possessed by evil spirits he died in like this huge outdoor maze yeah (laughs) (laughs) he doesn't say all that but they do talk about this imagine if like you you ask somebody that like me and you were at a party and some dude just like starts saying that like you know it's just like yeah i'm bouncing No, like he does, he does. Uh, they do talk about it, and they do go back to the house at, at the end of the of the movie, and uh, so. But yeah, I I, I would. They go back to the hotel. They go back to the hotel. Yes, at the end of the film. Uh, so yeah, I, it's in it's in the. Tra- it's not a spoiler because it's in the trailer that they that they do, but it doesn't happen to the end of the film. And how they get there, uh, it definitely fits in nice. But the movie works cool. without having to go there as well. So yeah, I really that, enjoyed that's that. That's what I heard. I heard the movie really can stand on its own. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, then, uh, I, I guess since you already did another bad one, I'm going to do an, uh, another good one. I'm going to talk about, uh, the Robert Eggers, the guy who did the witch, uh, lighthouse with Robert Pattinson yeah. and William Dafoe, which is basically just about two lighthouse keepers trying to maintain their, ins- their sanity. The, I only saw the shit fucking horror movies this year. Yeah. She'll uh, listen to you more. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. Well, I mean, the the two that you did listen to me on, you didn't like, so... But, uh, yeah. Uh, that, that is true. But... It, is, uh, it is basically just two guys, Robert Pattinson and, and Willem Dafoe, like, uh, as lighthouse keepers, 
and they're just trying to, you know, keep their sanity, and they they don't, <laughs> and it gets real fucking buck, and they both kind of lose their mind, <laughs> but they have great performances, and it's it really is like about isolation and, and delving into madness. I thought it was a, a really fantastic film. And then uh, before I get to my number one, was there any other uh, bad ones that you were uh, any yes, other thing yes, you want to mention? Yes, there. Yes, there were. Yeah. Um, I have. Uh, let's see. Oh wait, no, we talked about Child's Play. Yeah. We talked about Pet Cemetery. Um, I have. Uh, I know. Yeah, you... I, my favorite was I spent in your grave. I have a couple of TV shows that uh, I would mention. Um briefly that i ha i do have some best tv shows and some worst tv shows we can do that uh, uh, next list. we can do that next but uh i know you didn't oh. like uh it chapter two that was this year or last year i should say 2019 but that one yes, did that one uh, actually didn't that, make that, my list that's on your best no that didn't that didn't make my list uh I, as much as i enjoyed yeah. that movie it's not as good as the first one i think there were better films this year but uh I definitely, I still enjoyed it though. I don't care what you say. <laughs> but uh, yeah, my favorite is gonna have to be uh, *Parasite* by uh, Bong Hoon, Bong Joon Ho, uh, the guy who did *Snowpiercer*. Uh, it's a Korean film. Uh, it's basically about this. He pronounced uh, his name really well. Yeah, I wasn't sure, but uh, it's it's spelled uh, out pretty well. So no, I no, I, you, I I was just I saw an interview they were uh, giving about the movie, and I'm like, you just you pronounced his name really well. Oh, yeah, that's... Like I, I always butcher uh, the names of uh, Japanese directors. Well, so always butcher them. That's okay. This one's Korean, so you're fine. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. I should. Wow, you made me sound like a real fucking asshole. Whoa. <laughs> I meant Asian last name. Yes, so yeah. I have trouble pronouncing. Yeah, well, Ho Ho is pretty easy, but yeah, yeah, this is one of the easier names, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, it's basically about this um, this really poor family uh, in South Korea, and um, they kind of like one of the one of the members of the family gets a job at this uh, rich family. And they kind of, the whole family kind of weasels their way in to the rich family, the wealthy family, I should say. Well, it doesn't matter. It's both the same thing. But uh, the way they weave in and, and, and kind of kick the caretakers out before without, like, revealing that they're all related and stuff like that. And then there's, like, secrets within, like, the family in the house and, like, stuff kind of just rolls on, on from there but i thought it was i thought it was really well done and I, i'd only seen like maybe a brief trailer had no idea what it was about and then like when i, I went yeah, and saw I, it i I'm thought it was still, fantastic like, i mean yeah. you described it you described it a little bit there but i still don't really know everything that it's about i'm uh, again i'm sorry i have not seen this movie i should have seen this film if we're going to be talking about the best of 2019 but i for some reason i just saw all the shit movies yeah but i heard great <laughs> things uh, just as you described like i've heard from other people i'm really looking forward to uh finally sitting down to watch it uh, my girlfriend did say it and when i asked her what she thought she was like she said something like well you know it was funny and then a little sad and then really twisted yeah yeah <laughs> that it, was like her description it started off it was funny then kind of sad 
and then twist it. That's it, what she called it. It definitely gave you so, all, all those emotions, I would say. That, that, that's for sure. It, it, was there a scene where, like, an old woman was, like, taking aborted fetuses and grinding them up and putting them in to dumplings that she would serve to her customers? No, that movie's called Dumplings. I mean, that's, a, that's in the three extremes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's not that uh, disturbing. I just want to make sure you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. Uh, I think I saw that at um, uh, the New York City Horror Film Festival is where I saw that. Oh, I saw it with you. I saw it with you. Oh, yeah, I brought it, yeah. Yeah, when it came out, I saw it again with you, yes. But yeah, I actually had watched Parasite, Lighthouse, and Dr. Sleep all within, like, um, a couple days of each other. So I thought that yeah, was a really I, good. I remember that. Like, yeah. yeah, you were like, I'm going to see this. I'm going to see that. I think yeah. like one of our podcasts, we were going to do like, I, I wasn't there and you're like, all right, cool. That's fine. I'm just going to go see Dr. Sleep or something like that. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I, I think even the one time we were going to be able to do this, you're just like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. I just want to, you know, I, yeah, I think my, in my four, I think the four favorite movies that I saw like overall last year, I saw all around the same time. Cause I saw, I saw Lighthouse, Parasite, Dr. Sleep, and Jojo Rabbit all around the same time. And now Jojo Rabbit's not a, uh, a, a horror movie. It's a, it's definitely a comedy, but it, there's, yeah. It's it's about the real life yeah. horrors. Didn't you, see, so. didn't you see them both like in twenty four hours of one another? I think I might have saw them back to back. Like I think. Yeah, oh, did, did <laughs> yeah, you see I think I I might have I might have double featured it. Well, yeah. you you went to see Jojo Rabbit, and I, I guess you after Jojo Rabbit you just walked. That was your plan movie to see. Yeah, I, no, I think I went. I think I went and saw Lighthouse into Jojo Rabbit or something like that because yeah. I knew something was going to be really. Uh, I think they were going to be uh, super different um, to each other. I think I might have saw Doctor Sleep and Parasite together, or I'm not. No, I think I saw Parasite separately with uh, our friends uh, Matt and Crystal because uh, they wanted to see it, and I wanted to see um, something else. I think I want to see Jojo Rabbit, but they were like, no, I want to see Parasite. So I was like, oh, I was kind of reluctant because I didn't know much about it. And then I went and saw it and I ended up loving it. It ended up being my favorite horror film from last year. Yeah. You know, it's more of a thriller, oh, well, but it we, was fantastic. We, we'll definitely talk about that in the yeah. future then. Oh, definitely. Because I'm, I'm sure I like it. And you said Dr. Sleep can stand on its own. So yeah, that would be cool to yeah. check out. I did watch, I went up, before I went and saw Dr. Sleep, I had gone back and rewatched uh, The Shining um don't try to watch it on like the the dvd because uh, like the formatting still like the old uh like letterbox and stuff and, and like you have to find like the better upgraded blu-ray version like because it like it's it's one of the ones that did not get a, a proper transfer to like widescreen because it was back when uh kubrick was like pumped about making it fit to the screen for that time and to make it look that way you know so it looked good on the TV yeah. and not squashed, but now that the technology's advanced, it didn't get a proper upgrade on the DVD, so you have to find it on, like, Blu-ray. That's, there's a better version, and that's why I ended up finding it. was, like, a Blu-ray uh, HD version. It looked a lot better. But I ended up watching that before going to see Dr. Sleep. And you definitely there's definitely very similar shots that Mike Flanagan does to, like, complement that film and, like, recreate elements from that, and it's really well done. And if anybody's going to be, like, if they do, like, a... Uh, a Stephen King verse. I think he should be the guy in charge of like, you know, setting it all up, even if he doesn't direct it all. Hey, Stephen King's getting a lot of action these days. Yeah, yeah. a lot of action. Yeah, a lot. A lot, a lot of, of his people, films are yeah, being remade. Yeah, and made, a, lot, yeah. a lot of attention 
I mean, he's always gotten a lot of attention when it came to Hollywood. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he's he, he's got a lot of work on this plate right now. Yeah, I, think I think that's awesome. Yeah, I think it's good because there's a lot of films that, that had been done that didn't really do that well that are perfect. <laughs> yeah. to, to be honest, that that are perfect for remaking yes, for this I, time. I yeah. agree with that. Yeah. There's a, he has a lot of those films that, like, he was real big in, like, the, the 80s, early 90s. But, like only maybe one or two were really good and then like so now that they're like they're being remade films that were like actually like just horror through and through did not do that well no. like, i mean like shining because they totally redid it but like i, I we talked about it but kubrick Cast hates that version Cast. yeah yeah yeah, like, like you know, Stand By Me. Yeah, oh yeah, Stand By uh, Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. You don't just... Uh, there Green are Mile. Of, uh, at, at Pupil. Yeah, um, Green Mile, yeah. Yeah, and it, those are not films, like, especially like Stand By Me and Shawshank Redemption, you don't hear those films and think horror. No. You no. know what I mean? Don't think Stephen King. Yeah. Like, so, you know, it just... Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm really glad he's getting a lot of work uh, as of late. Yeah, I'm glad they're remaking a lot of his uh, it's older been stuff. Good. It's yeah, been, yeah, it's, it's solid. Yeah, you know like I don't I mean? think so, I don't think I th yeah. see. I think Pet Cemetery, the original one, was already good, and I don't think that was one of the ones that needed to be remade at all. Like, well, they had Pet Cemetery two as well. Yeah. Um. I'm not sure if they made a third one. I I, I saw the so. second one when yeah. I was very young. I remember it being like pretty dumb at that time. Yeah. So I'm but not. I'm not I know sure. I, I know there were any others. We'll have to have a whole Stephen King uh, episode where we oh, talk about God, his movies, books, take, and uh, take up like a month. We yeah. can talk about that forever. <laughs> you know, his work in television, yeah. like his the stuff that's getting made film, now. Yeah. Literature. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, a lot to talk about. Um, so yeah, that that about wraps it up for the best of movies, and uh, we are about the uh, hour mark. I don't know if you wanted to go into some well, of these, was, few of I the TV shows. Fire off. Um, I was just gonna fire off uh, a few of um, the what I thought were the best, like my favorite television shows of 2019. I'll just fire a few off and, uh, you know, just tell me what you think. I got uh, a couple on there. We talked about podcast already, uh, Dark Season 2. No, yes. Yes. I, uh, I, I did not write that, that one down. Yeah. Obviously one of the best 2019. Uh, we have a very incoherent podcast to anybody uh, once. That to was our most... To that. Did I tell you that was our most listened to uh, podcast? Yeah, I know. You, <laughs> you did tell me. <laughs> but, uh, you know, hey, whatever. Um, yeah. Dark, um, Haunting of Hill House. Again, Haunting of Hill House was already... last year. Was 2018. Was it, was it 2018? Yes. Wow, God, time is fucking flying. Yeah, that was the we end. Had, we had a podcast about that when we were talking. Well, the podcast was twenty nineteen. Yeah, we did the podcast twenty nineteen. Yeah, um, yeah. I I didn't realize. Wow, time has really flowed. Well, Haunting yeah. of Hill House was awesome. Uh, Castle Rock, which we're going to be discussing in the very near future. Yeah, season two uh, was like really we were good. Talking about. King. Yeah, so um, we won't go oh, into Castle was... Rock now, but yes. Oh, no, 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 uh, yeah. I'm just saying, uh, Castle Rock, uh, you thought that was one of the best series of 2019, oh, right? Oh, absolutely, yeah, we'll definitely go into that, because yeah. I really yeah, liked great, it. Yeah, great, great, great characters. Uh, True Detective Season 3. 
Oh, yes, um, yes. I, I don't think we've ever well. really had any episodes here talking about True Detective. Um, no, but, you know, uh, it's definitely good, like, mystery horror suspense. Um, I kind of forgot that came out. I kind of forgot that I kind of forgot True Detective season three came out last year because it took me a while to watch it. Like, but then yeah, I finally yeah. got around to it. Yeah, not as good as Although, the first season, but better than the second. Yeah, yeah. Oh, much better than the second. I think obviously. we had a conversation about it, but I don't think I'm not, not sure if we did a podcast about it. But yeah, uh, well, yeah. we'll definitely talk more about that uh, in times to come. Um, and then finally, uh, I believe it was 2019, but with the way that time has been <laughs> uh, escaping me, I'm not sure. So, but it was the show The Sinner season two. Nice. Um, it's on USA. I know nothing about that show. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, first season's got Bill Pullman in it. Um, second season, yeah, good show. Check it out. Um, I was reluctant because you know it was USA, and I just, I guess, I didn't think USA was capable of still putting out quality programming. Yeah. But uh, season one with Jessica Biel and Bill Pullman was good, very solid, and I thought season two was decent as well. So um, that's another one to check out. And then um, I just have two on my worst, what I was most disappointed with in series of 2019 uh, was Handmaid's Tale season three. The first two seasons are amazing. I I do not believe that they... it. I don't believe they should have continued if, like, the writing led them down this path. So, Handmaid's Tale Season 3, not a fan of. I know you haven't seen it I yet. Seen any but I know yet, you yeah. plan to watch it. We're obviously yeah. going to have to talk about because it it's great horror. And then the last one was Stranger Things Season 3. Um, I was just very, very disappointed in that. Again, we've already talked about yeah. this in a podcast before, but uh, that was my basically uh, two of the uh, TV series of 2019 that I was most disappointed in. Yeah, my so, uh, my di- most disappointed one was uh, that Nosferatu uh, show. Um, it was based on a uh, Joe Hill, Stephen King's uh, son. Uh, it was like I think yeah. they both might have even co-wrote it. It was like, but it was based on this comic book, and so I was interested in that. Uh, and then I just didn't really like the the story or the the acting or really anything about that show. So I kind of gave up after like maybe <laughs> so like three or that, four episodes. That, that was so. a total dud for yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So kind of stopped there. But um, I did what, watch. What, what are you looking forward to for twenty twenty? Well, I wanted to mention a couple other uh, ones yeah. first. Um, what we do in shadows was a fantastic uh, series that i think you should check out especially if you like the movie it takes place in the same world but this time it's it's a different group of vampires on long island and it's really is that uh put out by is that netflix no i think it was uh fxx uh yeah so um yeah so they even bring back they even bring back the characters from the uh the the movie and stuff like that for for an episode and i think there's maybe like 10 episodes it's maybe like 30 minutes long and it's still the same like uh um director as uh the movie takiti wakiti so it's still like yeah. the same humor and it's still it's still how, hilarious how many episodes of the series are there i think there was only 10 and i think they're about 30 minutes only long yeah. and is it's the same director every episode uh i think he did the whole series directed the movie and yeah. directed all 10 episodes he either directed 10 all or he at least wrote all, all 10 but i think he might have directed all 10 too so it's really well, 
It's really funny. I'd have to I'd have to go back and look at it, but it's it's hilarious, and I think it's definitely something worth uh, checking out. Um, cool. Then I just finished. Uh, I, I would also like to mention Happy Season Two, uh, which I didn't think was quite as good as the first one, just because I think the first yeah. one was so new that it was like yes. uh, that that's what got me with it. But uh, I still Your I still yeah I still think the second it's kind of how I feel about some like. You know, we were talking about Halo, like, the first Halo was, like, so amazing that, like, <laughs> it felt like it took forever, but then once you get to the second one, it's still good, but, like, it, it seemed shorter, but that's because you were already used to the world building, and, like, I think yeah, that's how exactly. I felt about Happy... Legendary campaign constantly advanced. That, that's how I felt about Happy Season 2, is while it was still really good, I still really enjoyed it, I just, I just really liked it, like the first season was just so new and like everything that was so buck wild in that first season that it was like it was never going to top that first season but i still yeah. really enjoyed it um yeah i would say what happy just very briefly is that was like my most disappointing thing that got canceled yeah oh yeah yeah, like, was the, yeah. i feel like that is way i i like unless they had absolutely no idea, but you talked a little bit about why you thought it got canceled. It's sci-fi. It's sci-fi. See, but like yeah. I just thought it could have gone so, so much farther. Oh, but yeah. hey, if they if they had absolutely no clue of what they were going to do for a third season, then I respect that they would end it. Yeah, I think it but came down to. That's not yeah, happened. I think it came down to sci-fi canceling it because they they tend to produce shows that they don't own and then it gets too expensive for them and then they cancel yeah. it so maybe somebody else can pick it up uh yeah maybe netflix or something or, like that or, or i would think amazon, that would be yeah. a good move for amazon anybody yeah, um yeah. you know since amazon yeah. picked up uh expanse from sci-fi and, and that's next on my list to watch season four of four of expanse me and my girlfriend are planning on watching uh the first episode tomorrow oh, so nice. uh there, there's four seasons of that. Four se- the fourth season just came out, yeah. So yeah. The first season yeah. is very different than the other seasons. It's, uh, the first season is almost like a murder mystery type like sci-fi show, and then it kind of yeah. goes into more of the hardcore sci-fi later on. So just yeah, be, well, be prepared. Mean, if you don't like season like, one, you might like what, season two. I know what you mean there, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, so be prepared. If you don't like season one, you might like season two, but... Uh, uh, I don't think if you if you don't like season one, you, no, I'm sorry. If you like season one, I don't think you won't like season two. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's one of those. Like, there's no way you're gonna like yeah. season one and not like two. But if you don't like one, you you might like you might still like two. You know what I mean? It's like it's like that. But, uh, sort of like the Goliath effect that show on Amazon. Yeah, I could just mention very briefly that again was one of my miss most disappointing uh shows of 2019 uh, i really didn't think they were going to make a third season but like there's a show on amazon called goliath with billy bob thornton the first season is a intense courtroom drama the second season turns into like this weird like mexican cartel thing where there's people running around with amp fetishes which delves totally into horror like i mean it's horror there's alien invasions and like you know crazy flying lawnmowers i can't i'm not making up and then the third season has dennis quaid again goes down a ridiculous 
horror path where there's genetic clonings and people drinking almond milk <laughs> and I mean sinkholes opening up and you know like yeah like in uh, they're smoking like DMT and there's like this crazy spiritual shit and fucking uh, Dennis Quaid sings Elvis and uh, is dressed like a tree totally fucking ridiculous might even have to talk a little bit more about that at some point i might have to watch that now (laughs) it actually turned into horror yeah yeah. um which is ridiculous but yeah very disappointing because i was looking for a courtroom drama but they decided to absorb that into a interdimensional time space yeah, yeah. Well, Man. it's not like uh, it's a completely different uh, effect in Expanse, where I think Expanse only gets better as it goes along. Better as time goes on, yeah, and yeah. maybe gets a little more consistent. Would you say? Oh, definitely. Yeah. 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 I mean, while that show you'll 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 so see fun. when you when you when you watch it, you'll be like, oh, okay. Like I see it progresses nicely. Yeah. Look forward to it. Yeah, instead of just like turning into something completely different. But uh, yeah, and then uh, the, the other one I want to mention was uh, Preacher season four. I just uh, ran through this the other uh, day too, and I really, I don't know, I really liked that whole series as a whole. Like, yeah, it was it actually was not. I, I hated season three, and so I wasn't even planning on. Why, I mean, because season one was amazing. Yeah. I love season one. Then season two got like a completely different cast. Um and the three I, I, I the three really main people that. were still in there. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but it lost cool. like a lot of the actors that made season one really cool. Yeah, and and it, they completely changed locations. And I don't know. It, it, the other seasons didn't really work, but I will say season four like was much better than I thought it was going yeah. to be. Yeah, see, I so. like season one and two. Uh, yeah, yeah, three was a little off for me because uh, it mostly dealt with like Jesse's family, um, and yeah, I don't know, it didn't really fit with like the journey that he was on with uh, him finding God, which season four gets back into, which I really liked. Yeah, I don't know. People have described it as the worst adaptation yeah. of a comic. Oh, I've heard that as well. But uh, I also really like that show. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I've I, never yeah, read the comic. The comics, yeah, I've never so read the comic. So. Yeah, so I can't, like, I think I think the show, like, I've had this argument over uh, another show uh, recently that I watched, uh, The Witcher, um, how, like, I shouldn't have to, like, a show should be able to stand on its own. You shouldn't have to know anything about the books or the uh, the video game to be able to enjoy the show or know what's going on. They, they basically said, though, and I, I've, I just saw like several very recent interviews that they said this show was based on fandom. Like this show was specifically for fans. Yeah. Like, I guess they felt that they had such a strong community. I mean, I'd like to actually talk more about this in another podcast. I don't want to get too into it now. Yeah, but like... I thought it was interesting that I guess they thought that they had everything they needed like they had such a large community that they were just like we're just gonna delve right in yeah and like if you don't know the story you know you're you're, you're, you're just but, playing you catch know. up the whole time which yeah yeah but if you are a huge fan of the games and you know the story which is interesting because a lot of his works still haven't even been translated into English yet. Yeah. Um, you know, and, uh, but anyway, if you don't know anything about it, like, you know, you're pretty much screwed. I mean, I you can still, you, 
you, but you disregard it like yeah. you didn't need my warning or take any of my advice. No, not at all. Taking twenty minutes out of your life, and you would have like I should I shouldn't have had to. You know what I mean? I should have been able to enjoy it as it was, but I still. But that's where they went. That's the direction yeah. they went in. They were just basically like, you know, this we have. We feel like we have an audience. Yeah, we'll so we'll, we'll do a whole another. Uh, we'll do a whole another episode yeah, on we'll, that, we'll, and I'll yeah, we'll and I'll go into that. and I'll go into my problems with it uh, then. But I mean, I still watch yeah. the whole the whole series, and I'll still watch season two when it comes out. But we'll go into yeah. like uh, what my problems were with with that show. I mean, but, I just want to say 2020, I'm looking forward to Candyman. Oh, They're, yes, yeah. I, I, it's probably going to be bad, but I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm looking forward to a movie called The Turning. The Turning, um, yes. The Turning of the Screw, yeah. That, yeah, I got that one on my yeah, list. I'm, I'm going to watch Quiet Place too. I, I don't know if I'd say I'm looking forward to it. I really like the first I'm one. I'm definitely going to check it out. I just don't understand how you get a sequel out of that. That's that that's my main thing. Yeah. And but the uh, movie that I just wanted to mention that I am uh, looking forward to in 2020 is The Invisible Man. Yes. I understand. They have an, another one coming out and they got um Elizabeth Moss, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's and correct. I think she's like one of the main characters. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, that looked really good. Uh the other ones I had on my list were uh this movie Underwater. Uh kind of reminded me of like, you know, um maybe like uh, I don't know, Deep Star 6, maybe not not that, but uh maybe The Abyss a little <laughs> bit. I don't know. It's it's a basically oh, yeah. it basically looks like uh you know people go with this underground station and they get attacked by monsters on underwater and shit like that. So <laughs> it looked it looked interesting. It looked sort like sort like wait sort of like sphere. Yeah, it could be yeah, kind of like sphere. Like damn, I wish I could get in that yeah. sphere. <laughs> but I don't think the I don't know if, I don't think it's like alien creatures. I think it's just deep sea creatures and stuff that we've never yeah. seen. You know because we've been drilling up I the bottom think of the about ocean. Queen the uh, jellyfish scene yeah. like that is just not a way i want to go out being stung to death by jellyfish yeah, not at all Very but uh yeah then i also had um a blumhouse's fantasy island on here uh looked uh interesting they were going like horror uh for that as well uh they're also the ones doing invisible man uh, I have been pretty much avoiding most uh, trailers. Like I haven't watched the trailer for Quiet Place too. I don't want to watch any trailers. I'm just gonna go see it. Um, but then there was a couple other. I did see trailers for uh, Antlers, um, Antebellum, um, and then there was two other ones that I didn't see trailers for. Was uh, Organ Donor and uh, Last Night in Soho. So those were my uh ones i'm looking out for i was just talking to uh, a buddy of mine uh the other uh night was just talking about that uh so how um yeah he was just i forget who was uh directing it but that's i wrote it down on my list and now i don't know why i wrote it on my list um but i (laughs) you seem to believe that it was like a a remake or something or like um it it, it was based on something that was already out or so i don't know if it was literature oh it's uh, it's a it's a the new edgar wright film that's why i wrote it on my list he did uh shawn of the dead and and, um and end of the world and stuff like that um so yeah that's why it was on or the world's end one of those two i get those two confused but uh, yeah, so that's why I was looking forward to it because it was Edgar Wright doing horror again. So it could be horror comedy. I'm not really sure. Uh, but that doesn't come out till like September 
of this year but yeah the so so far i only got maybe like seven or eight films this year i have to watch uh i'm sure a lot more will come up especially towards the end of the year and i'll only end up getting through half of it again since i'm still trying to watch some of the ones from uh this year uh but some uh, i can say that by the next time we cast i'll definitely have seen dr sleep and i'll have seen parasite okay and those are two films that you said like merit a discussion so maybe uh the next time we talk film we could uh just finish off the movies of 2019 and you know talk a little bit about those two yeah some of the other ones that, uh from last year that were on my list that i'm definitely checking out that i saw that were on some other people's were as uh one cut of the dead uh, which is like a um, a documentary slash like uh, um, zombie film um, that that I've that I've heard really good reviews for um, Nightingale uh, by the by the girl who did uh, Baba Duke um, Daniel isn't real. Um, Ooh, I, I like I liked Baba Duke. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just hate that kid. Yeah. Uh, Daniel isn't real. Uh, I and I am mother were all my top uh, four. I am mother's on Netflix. Uh, Nightingale's on Hulu, and One Cut of the Dead's on Shutter. So at least I'll be able to watch those three uh, soon. But uh, yeah, I'm waiting for the uh, Doctor Sleep um, director's uh, cut that's coming out that has an extra like 30 minutes apparently in it. So I think you might want to try to find that version when you when you watch it. And then we could talk about that. Or, or watch the theatrical, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to, I'll have to I, send you a message. When, when I downloaded it, it, was, it, it's, I mean, it said it was the extended Blu-ray. Oh, the extended, okay, um, so it is out already. Or, or yeah. I, I didn't, I don't know if that's actually, like, out, out, but, like, that's what I got, so. Yeah, I haven't really, I don't pay that much attention to when stuff comes out on Blu-ray as much as I do to when it comes out on streaming or if it's in theaters. I don't even know, I don't know if it's officially out yet, um, but I just happened to run across it, yeah, so I think, that's I think... what I got. I, I, I don't know, I'll, I'll let you know after I, uh, if I see it, I'll let you know the runtime. Yeah. So, uh, you know. Oh no, it says, could, the, uh, uh, it says the director's cut comes out February 4th, so... Yeah. Yeah, I, but well, I might already have. Yeah, it, yeah. Is what I, yeah. I, I. I'm pretty sure it's you know I'm pretty sure that's why I have. But I'll let you know what the runtime is on that. Yeah, so. definitely. But anyway. but yeah, I guess that uh, uh wrap it wraps it up. Um, thanks for uh, joining me and uh, thanks for listening to another episode of Fright Central and we will talk to you soon. Cheers. Cheers.